welcome to the Soul Power Podcast with Stephanie Z, where we talk all things faith, love, and healing. I'm so excited to have you as part of our extended family, and I really look forward to meeting you in person soon. Welcome to the Soul Power Podcast with myself, Stephanie Z. We are officially back for Femfield Fridays, fam. That's a bit of a tongue twister if you say that a few times. Femfield Fridays, Femfield Fridays. Whoop, whoop. Do you love it? Do you love it? <laughs> I am a bit crazy. You all know that. Should know that by now, fam. And if you're joining me for the first time, welcome. <laughs> You'll always get a bit of a sprinkle of magic when you come into my world. Ah, today's topic, this one's been on my heart. Um, and I always love how spirit and divine intervention comes through. And I truly feel that right now in the collective, this is something that we're all needing to, to be reminded of, myself included. And that is, you know, if you want to be happy, you might want to listen to this. Or we might lean into how to be happy. There was a book that I was reading uh, earlier on this week um, called The Happiest Man on Earth. If you have not read that book um, or not heard about that book, I would highly recommend that you go into your local bookshop or order it on Amazon. Um, it honestly is a life-changing book. Um, and this man is a Holocaust survivor uh, from back in Germany, and he was a Jew. So he got taken by the, the Nazis, and some of the things that he shares in this book is quite horrendous. Um, and I think I really related to a lot of it because my grandma was involved in the same war that he was involved in. And so I really felt a lot of what she would have experienced throughout that journey. And it was just completely inhumane, um, what they did to people. And you might be thinking, huh, Steph, this is about happiness. What, <laughs> why are we talking about this? Well, there's polarity. That's one thing, but the book does become a beautiful story. And, uh, this man, uh, Eddie Jakku, I believe. Uh, is how you pronounce his last name. He actually published this book in 2019 when he was 99 years old, 99. Um, and he was invited onto stage at TEDx Sydney. Um, ideas worth spreading. You might know about TED, TED Talk. Uh, and um, he had his last birthday last year, uh, 101 in April. And I believe he did pass away at the end of last year. However, this man, you know, reading this book, it was just like insane listening to his story and reading about his story. Um, it definitely was a lot of a roller coaster of emotions. But the key message that he shared, um, they did move out to Sydney, I believe, uh, in the late 1940s. And him and his wife, um, they had a few different businesses, but they ended up having this real estate business in Bondi that I believe is still there today. Um, and they retired in their 90s. Um, so there's a few messages and key things that I learned from that that I'm going to go into in a, in a minute. But the one thing that he kept sharing in it was about giving. And when you give to others like selflessly with no expectation, that's what makes you truly happy. When you are surrounded by beautiful friends that care, that's when you're happiest. And every day that we get to live another day means that we are here because we're meant to be here. And that is something to be happy about. And I think sometimes, you know, in the world that we live in, we are bombarded. I did a post about this last night, but we are bombarded with, you know, advertising and marketing every single day that reaffirms that who we are and what we do is not enough. Every day. And I don't know about you, but there's a lot of days that I'm on a roller coaster of emotions. There's days that I am feeling on top of the world, like I've got my stuff together. And I'm feeling amazing. And there's days where I'm down in the dumps. 
And that is also life because we have this thing called polarity. So what is the opposite of pleasure? Pain. What is the opposite of your soul? You can call it ego. What is the opposite of fear? Faith, right? What is the opposite of a high? A low. And the thing that sometimes we don't realize is what goes up must come down. But thankfully, what goes down must come back up. Ah, so a lot of the time what will happen in life is if you have a really high high, what's going to happen? You're going to have a real low low. This even is natural emotions, right? Like even if you're on a high from life and you're feeling really a lot of joy and a lot of love, that's what uh, you may have heard in my podcast I had from Monday. That's actually what happened to me Friday week. I was on a high from moving and, you know, um, having a celebration ceremony with my Prosper fam, some of my clients, and speaking at Brunch Club and all the things. And it was like this huge, you know, roller coaster ride. We went up and then we went down. And the thing is, when we fail to do the things that catch us, that maintain us staying up high, which I did not do, being really transparent last weekend, fam, we go down further. But when we're able to do the practices that help to maintain us, we stay higher, right? That's just the way that it is. But realizing, I think sometimes we we think or we have this belief that we're never meant to experience pain, that we're never meant to experience sadness or loss, or we're never meant to feel low or down or, or those types of things. Now, there are things that we can do that can absolutely prevent us from going super low. And there are things that we can do to maintain us staying higher, but we're a human being. We are here for the whole human experience and so as you start to grow and evolve, you'll start to realize, I always describe and say that everything is like an upside down triangle. So you might have more pleasure that you call into your life, but you're also going to match the same amount of pain in some area. And the higher you go, the, the wider the pain and the pleasure gets, right? You get more pleasure, but then you also get more pain. Everything in life has polarity. So sharing back more about, uh, sorry, let me, oh my goodness, if I can talk today, going back to um, the book, The Happiest Man on Earth. The, the things that I realized that he was sharing that was the most prominent was when he was in the darkest parts of his life, the things that got him through was the kindness of a stranger and the encouragement of a friend uh, there was times that he had to go into hospital and his friend in the freezing snow and blizzard tried to get some hot soup to his dear friend in the hospital because he didn't know if he was being fed. And the friend unfortunately had some things happen to him. He still survived. But like that was so courageous of the friend, Kurt, I believe his name was, to actually go out of his way to support another human being. And I really feel like the reason I shared about my post is I do really feel like the world that we have today, not everyone, but is very selfish, is very about what can I get from this? What's in it for me? You know, how, am, how, does, it, how does it benefit who I am or what I do and all the things? As I said, not everyone. And we as human beings, if you're honest with yourself, we all have moments where we do that and we have moments where we don't do that right, where we are of service, where we are or where we are contributing to something more than ourselves, right? We all have those types of moments. But the way that the world is at the moment, it is very self 
focused and very selfish, right? Self, selfish, focused. And there is an element of, yes, it's important for you to look after yourself because if you don't look after yourself, like you have to be selfish at looking after yourself because if you don't look after you, you can't look after anybody else. And there is always a bit of a contradiction about this. But the reality is if you do not look after yourself, properly how can you possibly show up as your best self in life for your if you have kids or you have a partner or husband or you have stepkids or if you have a company that you're running because most people go no 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 I can't do that I've got to put my kids first I've got to put husband first I've got to put the dog first I've got my staff la, 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 and they run themselves ragged and then they wonder why they have resentment then they wonder why they're miserable then they wonder why they're so tired and it's honorable to do that and yes there are times where as an example, if you have children and they are sick or you have family or friends and they're going through things, you are going to put them above above you in those moments. But if you do that all, of, all the time, it's going to come back and bite you in the butt. So there is an element of you being selfish when you look after yourself because when you look after yourself, you become the happiest version of you. You come as the best version of you. You come with your state, right? Your state is your mental, emotional, physical and spiritual self aligned right when you have when you are in an amazing state you're an amazing human being when you're in a shitty state which means you're not looking after yourself you're a shitty human being you're going to be a shitty parent (laughs) shitty wife or shitty husband (laughs) and I know you know what I'm talking about I know you do obviously someone out there right now needed to hear that so there is that element of looking after self but then there is the other part which is where everything is about me, 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 I, 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 what can I get from this? How does it benefit me? All the things. And the problem with that is that is going to lead to every single human being being miserable as fuck. Because the way that you grow, the way that you feel fulfilled is through giving. Tony Robbins talks about the six human needs. So the, the six human needs are certainty, uncertainty, significance, love and connection, growth and contribution. The four first human needs are what we call our primal needs, which basically means that no matter where you are on the planet, every single human being must meet those needs. It is like literally ingrained from our creator in our DNA. Like when you really think about your life, you'll notice that you absolutely do meet your need for certainty, uncertainty or variety significance and loving connection. They are actually a need. They are not a belief. They are not a value. You actually need them. The other two though are called your spiritual needs, which is growth and contribution. Now you will probably know for yourself and also people around you that those two needs, not everybody meets. Not everyone meets those two needs. Those two needs are the needs of the spirit, growth and contribution. Now, interesting to grow, we must become more. To become more, we must surround ourselves with those environments that are going to help us to grow. And also contributing is when you're contributing to something more than yourself. Now, the biggest thing for most people is when they are focused and they're being selfish, they are not usually growth focused or contribution focused. Usually that is not happening, right? And so when you're able to get to a place of being in what I call your higher self, there's a much bigger conversation here, but when you're in your higher self, You come from a place of your cup being full. Your cup is overfloweth, as Oprah will often say. Your cup is overflowing. When you're in your lower self, that's when you're looking for someone to help fill up your own cup. 
lower self is when you're in a shitty state is when you're not looking after yourself, all the things higher self is when you are looking after yourself and you are filling your own, your own, right? Did you hear the key word? Your own cup up. When you're filling your own cup up, how do you think you're going to feel about yourself? You're going to feel happier. You're going to feel proud, right? You're following through on things like that's going to naturally uh, cause your energy to, to increase. When you're in your lower self, a lot of the time you are self-focused because you it's like you're in survival. And when you're in survival, you don't have anything to give anyone else because you're literally trying to survive. So that's the quickest way also to know if you're in your lower self or your higher self. If you're in your higher self, you will find that you'll be able to be of service to people, right? And that could just be ringing a friend. That could be messaging someone. That could be checking in on someone. Most people are so exhausted and drained these days that no one even has any energy to do that hardly anymore. Most people and most of the world does operate from their lower self. I think it's like something like 80% of the world or even higher operates from their lower self. So the other thing is when you are someone who does the work to get yourself into a higher frequency and a higher vibration, the trickiest part sometimes is being around people because you notice that most people aren't taking that time for themselves. And most people are looking for someone like you, if you are the person that does that work, to fill up their own, to fill up their cup. So there's all these people walking around with half filled up cups going, who can I take from? Who's going to give me the energy? And that's very self-focused. That's why taking care of you as your number one priority is so important. He's going to make you so happy, right? When you are working out, when you are moving, like you are a human being, you are meant to move, you are meant to live. Like that is what you're meant to do. And when you do those things, when the cells move around in your body, you're going to feel more energized. You're going to feel more happy. That's just naturally what happens. So always thinking, am I in my lower self or am I in my higher self? And when you're in your higher self, you are going to be someone who is service focused. When you're service focused, you are able to contribute to something more than yourself because your cup is overfloweth. You actually have the energy and the means and the capacity mentally to expand and to be curious on how you can support other people. But again, lower self survival, you have no capacity. You're, imagine that like your imagination or your brain like shrinks when, when, when you're in your lower self. And then when you're in your higher self, imagine that it expands even bigger. That's probably the quickest way and easiest way to explain it. So the simplest thing that I can share with you, beautiful friends, is go and do something for someone that can never repay you. Write a random note. You've got a piece of paper at home, you've got a pen. Write two or three little messages. They don't even have to be big and just go and put them on in random people's letterboxes. Do that. Or go and find some people's social media content and go and comment on some of their stuff that you don't even know that you've watched some of their things and you think, wow, that's amazing. And go and, or send them a direct message and let them know how amazing they are. You'd be surprised at how little people do stuff like that. Because most of the time, what are we wanting as human beings? Everyone's wanting it done to them. But it's like the real, the real leaders, the real people that are helping to move the world forward in a very positive way are the ones that are actually going, how can I make someone else's life better today? What could I do that would bring a smile to someone? Even down the street, you might be going to go get groceries this afternoon or over the weekend and make a conscious effort. I'm going to consciously smile at five people as I walk past. I very much do this with older people too. I will very much be very intentional around complimenting. That's another thing you could do. 
you might go grocery shopping and you might be like, all right, I'm going to compliment three people. And you're not going in there to be like, Steph said to compliment three people, I'm going to like do this as a task. <laughs> genuinely, like if you genuinely see someone, like you go, oh, that lady's got a beautiful handbag. Oh, I love that color top on her. Or that guy's got a really funky haircut. Or like, you know, like really nice smile or like whatever it is. If you feel more comfortable speaking to women, you can totally do that. But like, yeah, think how can I bring how can I light up someone else's world? How can I give to someone today in a way that feels good for me? A smile does not cost you anything, does not take anything away from you. In fact, it actually fills your cup. Complimenting someone does not take anything away from you. You just have to intuitively ask for the guidance on like what to say to them and then just say it. It can be very simple. Same thing is with writing a note. Okay, it might take you what, a few minutes, not even a minute to write one a minute to write two, a minute to write three, and then just walk down the street or drive in your car if you really want to do that and be like, all right, universe, guide me. Where am I meant to put these? Because sometimes what happens is, have you ever been in a moment in your life where you've been really down and you've prayed, you maybe aren't even religious, right? You don't have to be religious, but you were praying for some guidance or you were, you know, being like, I really need someone to help me right now. Like there was something that you were saying that was causing you to be like, I need help right now. Right. And you, you don't know where that help is going to come from. And then some, some way, somehow someone rings you, one of your friends or family members that you haven't heard from a while, right. You haven't heard from them for a little while, or someone sends you a text message and says, Hey, you know, I was just thinking about you today, like, you know, you're amazing and I love you so much and I appreciate you, right? Or all of a sudden you're walking downstairs and you've been feeling like you're holding back tears and then someone just smiles at you or says you look really pretty today, you've got a nice dress on or something like this. I'm sure that there are moments in your life where you've had that happen. Now imagine what would have happened to you if that person never picked up the phone when they had this, what I call a, a download, they had something impressed on their mind that was like, call this person now, send this person a message now. The person that you walk past that smiles at you, they get a download that says smile at this person now that's you. The person that has the compliment that comes through, that's for you. Imagine if they didn't act on those little impulses or I always call them downloads or intuitions. And I'm sure that there are moments in your life where you've also had those downloads or those, those impulses to do it for other people. What if we were our prayers? Like what if everyone was answering everyone else's prayers? You know what I mean? You're praying for something and then someone else that you don't even know answers your own prayer. And then later on, they're praying for something and then someone else answers their prayer. But how often do we not answer other people's prayers? Because we're too focused on ourselves. We hear a little whisper. Ah, I'm not going to do that. Can't be bothered. Oh, they're going to think I'm a freak or whatever the limitation is that comes through the mind. Or sometimes the brain is so chatty, which is when you're in the lower self, right? If you've got a lot of chatter going on, lower self easiest way to tell and if you you know when you do a lot of growth and personal development and trauma work and stuff like that the more you clear out what's going on internally inside you the less chatter you have that's probably the easiest way to also say it but the more chatter that you have a lot of the time you can't even hear those little whispers and those downloads that come through but they're there that's why looking after you it's got to be your number one priority it is not selfish it is selfless to take care of you first. 
You need to put you first before you can put others before you. And also, I don't know why this parent thing keeps coming up, but there are a lot of people I know that have got extremely busy lives that have got multiple, like four plus children that manage to create time for themselves and their husbands and wives and all the things. And I'm like, how do you do it? And they're like, well, it also teaches our kids that we too are important. Otherwise a child can sometimes become, this is from people that I know, by the way, I do not have children yet myself, but just from speaking to friends and mentors of mine who I really honor and respect who have done a lot of personal development. They're like, you know, we are teaching our children how to treat themselves. So a lot of the time when we don't take time to meditate or take time to exercise or take time for stillness and go, I'm going to, this is my time now for an hour, then kids don't get to see that, oh, they're allowed to take time out for themselves as well. Like they remember kids will model what you do, not what you say. So when you can also honor and say that you are important, they will then value themselves as being important too, right? And realize that because the other way is when we put them before us, when we constantly put kids before us, they can grow up and have this importance that I am so important. But that's actually coming from a, a disempowering place, right? Where they have this, this belief of I am the most important person. There's a whole topic that we can go into here. But you are the most important person. Putting yourself first is enabling you to get into a higher frequency, a higher vibration, being your higher self, and that is going to make you happy. And when you are in that place, that's when you can give and you can contribute and you can be of service. And when you do that without expectation, it is amazing what comes back to you in time. It may not be straight away, but I truly believe in karma. And so all of these little things that you do are like building blocks. You are literally creating building blocks for your future. Think of them like steps, steps to the highest possible version of yourself, steps to the most happiness, the deepest fulfillment, the most meaning in life. Every time that you have something that you genuinely give to someone or a beautiful gesture, you are raising yourself to become the highest possible version of yourself. All right, beautiful fam. I am sending you so much love and light and I will speak to you all soon. Thank you so much for listening and for being a part of my extended family. And if you would like to learn more about the Soul Circle and Soul Power Experience, there are links below in the description box for you to fill out. And as I always say, from my heart to your heart, I love you.